Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. My name is Samrin. I'll be here with you today to discuss Bayern's 1-1 draw against Union Berlin. Now, Union has been everyone's second favorite team, aside from the team that they support this season. They're just such a fairy tale. Their safety is virtually all but guaranteed. But they didn't exactly come into this game in stellar form. In their last match, they drew 1-1 against city rivals Hertha Berlin. Before that, they were beaten handily by red-hot Eintracht Frankfurt 5-2. They did win against Cologne before that, but they also drew against Armenia 0-0 in, um, in the game before they played Cologne. So, today was a chance for them to take something away from this game, knowing how Bayern had performed against PSG. Knowing Bayern's injury situation coming into this game is easier to list the names who are actually present than absent. That's how bad the injury situation has been. In light of all the problems, Hansi Flick's lineup was nowhere near as predictable as it normally is. He opted to go with Manuel Neuer in goal, which I thought was a good decision. It's good to give Neuer some consistency after what was not exactly a stellar performance against PSG in midweek. He went with Bunasar, Jerome Boateng, Javi Martinez, and he handed a debut as a star to Josip Stanisic from FC Bayern 2. In midfield, we had Yazua Kimmich, which was... Somewhat of a surprise because I think this was Kimmich's 1,000th match in a row. And he he seems to just power on somehow and he doesn't seem to need a rest. In front of him was Jamal Musiala, Tiago Dantes, the tiny, tiny Tiago Dantes, may I add. Thomas Muller and Kingsley Coman. And up front started Eric Maxim Chupamoting. Now, initially, I thought Muller might play with Kimmich in defensive midfield, but really Bayern played more of a 4-1-4-1 with Thiago Dantas more advanced than Muller in the 10 role. On Union's side, they were missing Taiwo Awoniwi, who had given Bayern endless trouble when they played out a 1-1 draw earlier in the season in the Alte Försterei. Uh, Max Kruse was back for them, which is incredibly helpful. Kruse has been in great goal-scoring sc- goal form. Um, we all know that he's incredibly talented, so having him on the pitch is always a plus. Uh, they started Marius Bulter in midfield today, and um, their back four consisted of the likes of... Uh, Nyoka and Friedrich, who have been incredibly consistent this season. Andrik was probably their stand- standout performer today, and he is always incredible whenever he's on the pitch. He always offers a lot defensively, and today he offered the magical touch that would eventually lead to Union's equalizer. Uh, the match started pretty adventurously for Bayern I would say as early as the seventh minute Jamal Musiala beat out uh, Christopher Lenz and he he was really the main performer for Bayern on the day as the game went on I feel he grew more and more into the game there was a moment very early on when Kimi gave away the ball um, 
which led to an Union attack and Jerome Boateng bailed out the back line. And that, I thought, was probably a sign of just a little bit of tiredness from Kimmich. Chubamoding had a chance um, early on after a lovely play by Thiago Dantas and uh, Kimmich, Muller, and Musiala combined for a wonderful chance in the 21st minute, but it did not go in. Uh, Union really didn't offer too much on the other side. Marius Bulter had a headed chance that he did not direct on target. Uh, Coman, Dantas, and Joseph Stanisic combined and moved excellently to create another chance for Bayern before um, 30 minutes or so had gone. But again, nothing came off of that. Now, around that time, Kingsley Coman went down and he seemed to look to the bench as if he wanted to immediately be substituted. That didn't happen. Bayern left him on. We saw Leroy Zane on the side warm up, but he didn't come on. And eventually, when halftime hit, we saw that the substitution happened and Coman had to go off. I don't know if he is injured, but we all know when Coman goes down, things are not great. He is probably the most injury-plagued of Barnes' three wingers. Zane's injury history isn't great. Serge Gnabry is currently out with COVID. So it's a wait and see on that one. Bayern didn't really create too many clear-cut chances, although the play leading into the final third was quite good. Bunisar had a good game, and a lot of the attacks came down his side. On the other side, uh, Stanisic was quietly effective, and I thought he might be a future left-back candidate. I mean, we're not exactly short of left-back candidates, considering Alfonso Davies plays there, Luca Hernandez can play there, but he's definitely one to look out for. Jerome Boateng had a chance in the 53rd minute. Um, that could have easily resulted in Bayern's first goal. It didn't happen. Uh, finally, in the 54th minute, Bayern took a corner that actually led to a Bayern player meeting the corner and heading it. This was this was an excellent moment because we know about Bayern's trouble with corners. Kimmich, I think, probably had a thousand corners against PSG and not one was really all that effective. Uh, Leroy Zane decided to shoot today, which didn't happen against PSG. But hey, maybe maybe there's something going on in his head about how he has to shoot more. It was a good shot with his left foot in the 55th minute, but it didn't result in a goal. Almost immediately, Max Kruse, the ever-talented, evergreen Max Kruse, hit a volley that was really a half chance, but it wasn't too far away from going into Neuer's goal. In the 58th minute, uh, Hansi Flick chose to bring on David Alaba for Chupa Moting. Now, when I initially saw Alaba on the sidelines, I thought, okay, he has to come on for Kimmich. But apparently, Chupo needs to be reserved. Uh, we know Flick really likes his um, experienced players. And so, to a certain extent, it wasn't really a surprise that Chupo was getting a rest. 
As the game wore on, Bayern looked somewhat closer to goal, but it did really feel like that it would take a moment of individual brilliance for them to break down um, Union's really solid back four. Sané had another shot in the 64th minute, which wasn't too far away. In the 65th, Thiago Dantas, who showed glimpses of his brilliance. He, his movement is really, really good, and I do think he has a future at Bayern. Now, he was brought in by Hansi Flick. He was a preference of Flick, so I don't know what happens if Flick leaves, but Dantas is, is quite good. So Dantas went off, Christopher Scott came on, Jerome Boateng went off. Benjamin Pavard came on. Uh, in the 66th minute, Zane crossed for a Stanisic header. In the um, and around that time, Union chose to make some substitutes that would that would lead to productive results later on. Christopher Luntz went off, and uh, Julian Ryerson came on. Marcus Invartsen came on for Marius Bulter. For a while, maybe I thought maybe Scott will go up front for Bayern, but more on that in a bit. Bayern's first goal would come soon after due to excellent play by Jamal Musiala. This is, was from Thomas Muller, but just going back to that goal by Musiala, it was really, really pure individual quality. He beat out two Union Berlin players, dribbled around them in a tiny amount of space, and then he could beat um, the Union Berlin keeper Andreas Luther. It was it was excellent skill from Musiala, and it really did make me think why we didn't see him against PSG in midweek because I really think he could have helped. But perhaps based on today's performance, he might just be warranted a start in midweek. In the 70th minute, Union chose to take off Max Cruza and Peter Musa and bring on Toycart and Poyan Puado. And um, Union now were pushing for an equalizer. Uh, again, Union really didn't have any reason really to want to win this game because while I know they want to qualify for Europe and any and that's amazing for a team like Union to be in that position I also think qualifying for Europe can be a double-edged sword some small teams do qualify and then they end up struggling and then they end up getting dragged into a relegation battle because they don't have the resources to fight on two fronts especially with the condensing of the seasons due to COVID so I don't know whether it would be a good thing for Union to qualify for Europe, especially because we don't know when fans will be allowed back into stadiums. And for a club like Union, which is so closely knit with its fans, it's really questionable if it would even be helpful. Either way, they did push on for an equalizer. Musiala uh, went off for Tongi Nianzu. And... Uh, Union made another change late on as well. The evergreen, forever playing, Christian Gettner came on and Endo went off. Now, in the 83rd minute, Nianzu fouled Promil and that started a sequence of events that would lead to the goal. Bayern started getting a little nervy around this time. And eventually, from a throw-in that went over Benjamin Pavard's head, Nianzu was caught sleeping. Andrik, again, who had an excellent game, went uh, past Nianzu. He beat Manuel Neuer, who might... I, I'm not a keeper, so I wouldn't know, but maybe he could have done just slightly better 
in making it difficult for Andrik to play the pass but Andrik managed to do it and all that was left for Marcus and Varkson was to tuck it into the net which he did for a 1-1. Uh, Bayern at this point tried to push on and win the game. There was a moment at the end that was reminiscent of a moment against PSG toward the end. David Alaba took a shot against PSG that a lot of us thought went in. Um, I could see Hansi Flick's face on the sideline where he for a second thought that that was the equalizer. And today, just for a second, as Alaba's shot went slightly over the bar, um, just as the referee was about to blow for full time, you would be forgiven for thinking that could have gone in and that maybe Bayern had a winner in them. All in all, considering how short um, Hansi Flick was of players, considering that some of the players they had to bring in, like Javi Martinez, who is a club legend, but hasn't really played very much, that such players were short of match practice and were able to deliver very good performances is a plus in my book. Also, I thought Flick was able to try a few things in this game. He went with the 4-1-4-1 system, which may be something to experiment with in midweek, considering Bayern and clean sheets are not synonymous. He uh, played Bonasar, who I thought had a really good day, and Sar could be, and hear me out on this, he could be an option on the wings if necessary. Uh, I feel Musiala has to start. I don't know about the Coman situation, but that will be one to look out for. Overall, I think the 1-1 is a good result, especially in light of Bayern's troubles. Yes, Union had players out as well. Geraldo Becker, who has been really good for them this season. His link up with Aoniwi was also out. So... Uh, 1-1 was a fair result. I thought Bayern did well. For the most part, they managed to shut out Union, who didn't really offer too much. Uh, we got to get glimpses of Dantas. I was glad to be able to see Stanisic. I really was pleasantly surprised by him. Right, that about wraps it up for me. Uh, be sure to rate, rate us, like us, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your content. You can find us at Bavarian FB Works. For uh, the guys who do the podcast, you can find them at Jefferson Fenner, at The Bear Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.